1: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
0: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. So Stephanie's particular point, apart from mixing the teams, was that we might look into doing it in school, particularly in the primary schools, starting with maybe the six, seven, and eight-year-olds, and that maybe we might make it a policy in the schools to mix the boys and girls in their individual teams well, John Driscoll is the new president of the Irish National Teachers Organisation. He's deputy principal of Star of the Sea School in Passage West. Might be a, a question to start off our our conversation, John. Good morning, first of all. Congratulations on becoming president. Uh, how would you feel about integrating good morning, boys? How would you feel
1: about integrating boys and girls into well, teams and schools? Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because th- this particular year our hurling team consisted of boys and girls and they did reach the semi-final of Skeena Skull. I suppose in general, PJ, the the vast majority of primary schools outside of urban areas in particular are mixed anyway. Right. And that would say the experience for most children in their PE lessons as they go up is that they are all playing together. The the, the issue of school teams... um, it it's an interesting one. I have seen quotations from, from female athletes or sports people saying that it was playing with the boys that made them better. Um I I don't know. I I suppose I wouldn't have a definitive position because that's something we've discussed. I can certainly see the, the merits in it, and as I said, we, we have had it in our own school this year and, and over years and I can remember in my earlier Part of my career, when the the school I taught in Passage was was all boys at the time, but we played, I think, Watergrass Hill, coached by the late Eamon Ryan, who who was used coached the ladies' football team, and their team was quite mixed in terms of boys and girls, and uh, they, they gave us a fine beating. I can tell you the same day. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's it, it's certainly something worth considering. Um, I, I suppose as as children get older, you, you do get to the stage where where the boys probably develop physically and they're more aggressive, maybe, and and then you're into the situation that well well why why doesn't the Cork hurling team or Cork City have a mixed team all the way up? Because I, I presume. In terms of a physicality, etc., it it will become um, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe more, you know. But sure. uh, but I I, I certainly I, I certainly wouldn't have any issue with it at all. Mm. And as I said, I, I have seen it in
0: practice. The, you m- know? the messages we're getting anyway this morning, John, seems mm-hmm. certainly they're educational to me. It's it's a lot less of a surprise to some people listening than it was to me, John. As President of the INTO, the Irish National Teachers Organisations, you'd be one of the more, and I say this with the kindest words I can, you'd be one of the more outspoken unions in the public sector. What are the issues that you need to tackle, you and your members need to tackle post-pandemic and heading into the future?
1: Okay, well, in in terms of being outspoken, PJ, what, what I would say is that we're a strong voice, both for teachers and for primary education, which Um, If you get a chance to look at our rules and constitution, you'll see that in the very, very early mention of our rules, it is about protecting the profession and also education. So if if we're outspoken, it usually is on important issues. I'm on the record on this
0: program, John. I'm on the record as saying, and I say it again, I wish every worker in the country that's a member of a trade union was rec- re- re- represented by unions that are as outspoken, in that, to use that word, okay. as the teachers' union. So yeah.
1: that, but, that's kind of where thanks it's coming from. Thanks very much. Okay. Well, look, PJ, I suppose to take the, the, the here and now and the, the immediate things in front of us, the the cost of living inflation is, is obviously the huge issue for, for everybody, not just teachers, for everybody. And, you know, whether, whether you're a teacher or working in a shop or a builder, you have to get your groceries you have to put petrol and diesel in your car you're facing the cost of rents or mortgages etc so when inflation is running at six to seven percent in this year and the the current building momentum public sector pay deal has a one percent increase coming in october now october being the start of the last quarter you're effectively talking about a quarter of a percent of an increase when inflation is at six so obviously it's not fit for purpose as it is and the the unions triggered a review clause in the agreement and to, to be fair to the government they have engaged in initial talks on reviewing it and uh, I, I'd like to point out Fiji, that um, in the last few months to tarnish them, Mr. Varadkar has repeatedly been saying that workers should get increases to deal with the rise of the cost of living. So I, ho- I hope uh, he did yeah. pass that message uh, to the finance department. He, he,
0: he has been saying that, but mm-hmm. his cabinet colleague and our own fellow Corkman, yours and mine, Michael McGrath, uh, Minister for Public Expenditure, who's also, as you know, um, a forensic accountant by profession, and many and, other and econo- uh, economics that are, are economic commentators that have read will say if you chase inflation
1: by means of wages, you end up driving inflation. Yeah, well, interestingly, PJ, I actually referred to that commentary. At our congress, when we discussed pay issue, and I pointed out to delegates, and I point out again out to yourself and yep. to listeners, um, and I'm sure as a worker yourself, you you probably identify with it. W- why is it always that we hear this argument about this this dangerous spiral of wages chasing inflation when wages need to catch up with the cost of living? We we've come through uh, the last period of ten or twelve years w- with pretty much wage restraint, um, huge cuts in public and private sector pay. Uh, we, we've managed incrementally, slowly to, to claim background. So wages have not caused inflation. Inflation is a fact of life, and um, as I said, I've, I've heard the argument, and and I just find it, mm-hmm. I find it. It's it's always strange. It's always when workers need to catch up. Yeah. I mean if if there if there was no pay increase this year it would mean all workers in the country are actually taking a pay cut. Yeah. Well that's 6%. true. That is true. That is true. you no, know I remember reading yeah. I remember reading that in, in economics mm-hmm. and
0: business yes. textbooks in 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 secondary school so like the the chasing of inflation using you know yeah. wage increases that chase inflation yes. th- yeah. they they're supposed to be economically bad news but like you said mm-hmm. anyone who doesn't get a pay increase this year is getting a pay cut, because Kevin points out, I mean, the price, and I noticed this, that after, the price of petrol and diesel has gone through the roof again.
1: Well, well, it is, PJ, and and we'll say, again, to, to, just to bring it down to a practical example, if you take a young teacher we'd say living in County Cork okay. and has a job in the city because that's where the, the majority of posts tend to come up is because of the large population. If you're driving from Kinsale or McCroom or Clonakilty to Cork City every day, the cost of your commute is after skyrocketing. It has. And right. uh, even more so, I, I was in Dublin last week and I was talking to a teacher who teaches in Talla but lives at home in Meath. So he, he was telling me his, his petrol and diesel prices, is, it's gone through the roof. Yes. You know, um, Interesting, just just on the general thing, PJ, I, I did see a comment, I think, at the weekend from Michael McGrath saying that the government may have to look at other measures. So, um, I mean, look, from a worker's point of view, whether it was a change in tax or, or a straight percentage increase, the, the fact remains that something has to be done to, to bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. And whether that's, you know, purely a pay increase or adjustment of, of taxes or allowances, um... I suppose we'd have to wait and see. As I said, the, the talks really are only at at initial talks.
0: And the public sector cuts a deal with the government every number of years. And that deal at the moment, and any you don't need to be, you don't need a PhD to see it. Right? Yes. that deal is not worth what it was. And I'm, I'm a member of a trade union no. myself all my life. You know yeah.
1: that deal isn't worth the paper it was written on it, because it of isn't. where the economy has gone. Exactly, and actually, when when it was negotiated, PJ inflation was under two percent, and it was uh, around the start of COVID or just into COVID, and I think it was very responsible by by all sides to, to just keep it steady mm. for for the couple of years and see where we, we where we got to, but as I said, one percent in October equates to a quarter of a percent for for the for the year, which mm. really is is uh, but look, we we'll have to wait and see how how it plays out. But you, do, you I mean, don't see this uh, getting I, nasty, do you, John? I I I I don't. I I suppose I tend to be optimistic in that. I think most people are reasonable. That there will have to be negotiation. There there will have to be some kind of of compromise along the way, and and we just have to be hope, hoped that the compromise will be acceptable to all sides. Yeah. but I, I i certainly i certainly can't imagine that uh, at this stage there, there will be a thirst for any mm. you know serious disruption i i think i think into has always been very responsible in mm. terms of, of pay talks and you know even even taking taking um, going back to Haddington road which was yeah. the second agreement during the recession yeah. which actually inflicted further cuts. On um, senior public hmm. sector workers, but, but it did enable the lower pay to catch up a little bit. So, as I said, PJ, I, I don't want to preempt things that sure. you know, the talks have literally just started. Sure. And now, we'd we, you know, we'll just be hoping that, that I, reason will. Prevail I, I, will and that, I will bring and that up something
0: be- that always comes up. Uh, I'm not necessarily saying that I agree with this, but it does always come up. And it is well. Look at this now, teachers. Two months in the summer, three weeks at e- at Christmas, two weeks uh, at at Easter. You work eight to three, and you what are you doing looking for more money? Bust, bust
1: that bit. <laughs> okay. 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 First, first of all, PJ, um, I, I come back to the, the the holidays and the hours and so on in a minute. Okay, but but first of all, leaving all that aside whatever your job is you you have the salary and you have commitments and everyone is feeling the pinch not just teachers okay now in terms of um holidays etc yes they certainly are a major positive to 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 being a teacher but what I would say is that um in terms of the hours in particular and and I've seen this change over the course of my career in that uh, my school hours were Eight fifty to two thirty in terms of teaching classes, but I and most of my colleagues were in school at quarter past eight, and I I know that the car park was was never there was never a a Formula One starts to getting out the gate at have two the vast majority of teachers are there to have three four and, and some later, mm-hmm. and and I know that's not just in my own school that is across the way and th- the demands on teachers. In terms of, of what they're expected to produce has increased. So, look, the, the holidays are, are the holidays. Um, you you can't you can't go and spend a week the week of, of July as in it's not currency. It, it's just it's just the way it is. And it, it, look, it's certainly there, there's no teacher in the country at any level is going to say that it's not a, a great part of our job. But um, it, it doesn't help you if if the salary is isn't keeping pace with. you know, with the cost of living. Do you
0: know, yeah, yeah. no. I th- um, we'll be, we'll be following. i do no doubt we'll talk at one more or more times during the course of the year, John. Particularly about public yeah, sector pay. Yeah. But thanks for being with us this morning uh, and taking time. Wish you well in your year ahead I- in office, and and I hope that it'll be a, I hope it'll be a, a trouble free one for you. And 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 I, and I, I, sh- I
1: hope so. Peter. <laughs> I know you do, I
0: and I, and I hope we'll speak again at some point. That's John Driscoll. He's deputy principal of Star of the Sea in Passage West, but uh, for the next year he is president of the irish national teachers organization courts 96 fm
1: hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter